Hello, Fightful Faithful and Bienvenidos, Sour Graps Society. Uh, hey, uh, it's the Sour Graps uh, post NXT after party deal. Uh, we got we got to get through it tonight because Sean Rossap has said we got to make full predictions for NXT sit and disappoint, which is happening on Saturday. So we we got to review the whole dang show and make those predictions inside of two hours, which if you're a loyal fan of the show, you know that's basically impossible. I'm here with Kate. Hey, Kate, how you doing? Well, I'm under a tremendous amount of pressure now. Thanks a lot, Sean. I've never been under more pressure in my whole life than to try and meet a two-hour deadline and get our predictions in. Speaking of getting things in, uh, this was a much less horny episode of 2.0, but I was also going to say, get in your super chats, get in your upper chats. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Two weeks in a row, I stole your like, hosting intro out from under you, but... There you yeah. go. Thank you. It's fine. Segways, segways are what they are. You know what I mean, man? They are. They are what they are. Um, also, uh, subscribe to Fightful Select. That's where you can find us doing a lot of other fun things like this weekend, Kate. After, oh, my God. After Mania Night 1 and uh, after Mania Night 2, that's two nights of stupendousness so right after the show. Right after the show uh, on, on, on Night 1 and Night 2 of WrestleMania. On Fightful Select, Kate and I will be reviewing the show. So yeah, if you will. like our antics, that's as good a reason as ever to subscribe if you have not already. Um, Kate, we got this is the go home for sit and disappoint for standard deliver. Um, uh, not, not a terrible show. Uh, some things make even less sense now than they did before and that's hard to do but um uh overall like the in-ring action was was decent uh to to great depending and i'm sure the matches at standard deliver will be very good it just depends on how much you care about logic and storytelling leading into those matches uh we tend to care more than most so yeah yeah um, sure do significantly less horny. This <laughs> there was one segment really, but the rest of it, um, I felt like the production value on a lot of the backstage stuff was not the best. Still, there were some gaps that we're going to talk about logically, I think. But uh, I overall was like, oh, this feels like it felt like they tried, which is yeah. nice. So that's a, a nice differential from what we saw last night, for sure. Yeah. Yes. The new guru says Kate's bangs are on point. Absolute flames. Thank you. Little known fact. Okay. You guys know that the term mark comes from carnival days. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. if you're a wrestling mark, they would mark you on your head if it seemed like you were bought in. When someone says a match is a banger. This, they're referring to my bangs. They're referring to your bangs. It's, it's, it's uh, old... Old turn of the century lore. Anytime somebody called a, a banger between Fistiguff's McGillicuddy and The Crusher, they were always talking about your bangs from 120 years in the future. Um, <laughs> uh, so here we go. Uh, we got a humper chat here from GD Painter who says, Hi, Kate and Alex. You two are the best. Thank no, you, you are. Alex, Alex is my spirit animal. Kate, I want you to know I went to my first indie wrestling event. Our local promotion, Limitless Wrestling in Maine. 
Oh my yes. goodness, Limitless I, Rules. I need Kate's approval. Thanks for being why I got Select. See? Get Select for us, because we're awesome. Okay, right. Limitless is a fantastic promotion. If you go, you simply must boo John Alba if he is there, and you must tell him that the wave, like just your traditional, like the wave, Mm-hmm. absolutely rules mm. um we love john alba but also we hate john alba so yeah. mm-hmm. just next time you go to limitless make sure that you see him and you just roll your eyes at him limitless is fantastic a lot of talent that you recognize on the aw side especially came through there jd drake daniel garcia mjf was their title holder at one point i believe really really great promotion um i've had a few communications with their promoter on a podcast i used to do way back in the day uh, and they they were just fantastic people. So I'm so glad that you went to your first indie show. Indie wrestling is like my favorite thing in the world because I love watching artists find out who they are. And that's such a great uh, stage to do that on. So yes. I'm so glad you went. I hope you felt safe and had a great time. Mark, uh, Mark Quill says, there's been enough fighting. Now it's time for the main event, which is just us talking. So that's nice. Someone in my DMs called my hair the main event. I don't Ooh. remember who it was, but like M-A-N-E. <laughs> nice. It was nice. so good. Everybody's been very respectful in the DMs, so I appreciate <laughs> well, you. Well, that's always good. Uh, <laughs> Jake, Jake Salazar uh, says, uh, hold on. Jake Salazar says, SGS for life. With with uh with lemons and grapes emojis because that's a thing we do Silent. at the SGS, um and Mark Quill says we got to create a dictionary of SGS terms and jargon. We will, we will. It's the Sour Grab Society is there for everybody. We'll we'll, we'll make it work. Um, uh, <laughs> Shotkey twenty nine responding to my thing. If we want you know storytelling, uh, Shotkey says WWE has storytelling question mark. Uh, hashtag Team Kellex hashtag SGS. Uh, uh, sometimes not, 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 not all the time. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the thing that, that, that I hated the most, um, first, and then we'll go back and do LA and MSK versus Imperium, uh, after that. But first we're going to talk about this. Uh, Matt Raquel says made it through a 2.0 episode, but I'm here for the many podcasts Kalex is doing this week. Coda and Raquel reunited, but where's Wendy? So, um, we get um, a toxic attraction segment, um, and they come out, and Mandy Rose cuts a promo, and um, J J C Jane J J, um, she's she's got a backpack with um, what appears to be the remains of a bunny slipper, and a sleep mask, and um, and a, uh, um, a her little sippy cup, and I was I. I I didn't, I thought it was just a straight up like, hey, we beat up your tag partner. Um, but I guess they're saying she was kidnapped, but are they saying they kidnapped her or that nobody can find her? Because a lot of people seem to be confused about the identity of the possible kidnappers. What they said was Wendy Chu got pinned by Io Shirai in the tag tournament and we were, we wanted them to win. We didn't want to have Kaylee Ray and, and Io Shirai come in and, 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 do stuff so um we're now now because because when did you screwed up look what happened and so i thought they were saying they did it but a lot of people are saying it's nebulous so what is what is your take on this kate did you see anything there that led you to believe it wasn't toxic attraction who who 
kidnapped her or beat her up? Well, first, I mean, anything is possible in the NXT parking lot. We can't underestimate That's true. anything. That's true. Anything. Uh, I would assume it was toxic attraction, but it could also have been Raquel, I guess, wanting Dakota back since now they're best friends yeah. all of a sudden. Uh, I don't know who done it. It just reminded me on The Office when they were playing that murder mystery game and they were like, there's been a murder. <laughs> That's yeah, how I good. felt about the situation because um, her poor pajamas and her slipper were left behind. One time I lost a slipper and it I could not find it anywhere. And it was one of my favorite. It was a nice plush one. It was the purple ones. You know the ones. And I couldn't find it anywhere. It turns out it was under the couch. I have oh, no I, idea how it got there, but there there it was. So I, maybe the, maybe they should look for Wendy Chu under the couch is what I'm saying. I mean, she fell asleep on top of those lockers before, but I would have thought maybe you left your slippers under husband number seven's bed. Let's try not to be uh, uh, too 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 horny. Uh, we have to talk about Nikita Lyons later. We'll 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 get all we'll get all that all, all that out of the way then. Um, I just call it like it is when I'm talking to Linda. <laughs> when the glasses are off, then I can't. I'm not allowed to be Linda anymore. You're like um, Sonia Deville with her jacket. It's true. It's true. <laughs> just like that. Um, I. Um, then um they 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 i don't know they're gloating about something and then dakota kai runs out to attack them because oh, here's the thing that was the thing you, you brought this up gg starts cutting a promo about how, and jj they're like we're the we're the tag team champions and nobody can touch us we've no we've beaten everybody you you had one match you beat one we beat one team like you defended the titles once since Halloween Havoc. It is almost frigging April and will be so before you defend the titles again. So let's not go with the whole nobody can beat us thing because you've defended the titles once. Um, but then Dakota Kai runs out, I guess, to get vengeance on her murdered question mark, kidnapped question mark in 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 a local medical facility question mark, best friend Wendy Chu. Um and and she is quickly overwhelmed by the three women. And then Raquel Gonzalez comes out. Now she was be off, supposed to be out for four to six weeks. You know, that's a lie. And uh, because they lie about everything on WWE. But uh she she comes in and she she attacks um everybody and drives them out of the ring. And it, it's it's the the old the old standby and in and, and, and deliver. And, yes, the old standby and deliver by um that where the two people are in the ring and they've they've cleared the ring and they they back up and they back up and they back up and then they bump into their backs and um I turn around and they're like oh uh, I do I want to fight you or do I want to hug you I'm not really sure it's that moment but the problem was that Raquel forgot it was that moment and she ran up to the ropes and stood there like facing out of the ring with her as far away from Dakota's back as possible. And Dakota was backing all the way across the ring, not looking. And then Raquel looked behind her and goes, oh yeah, I'm supposed to do that. And kind of like shuffled back there and met her about 80% of the way across the ring. And Dakota reacted as you might think like, oh my God, it's the person who drove me insane. 
Um, and she's, you know, batting all the crazy voices away from her head. And then she uh, runs up and jumps into Raquel's arms and they hug. Uh, as I said, Raquel, hating Raquel Gonzalez uh, drove Dakota Kai insane. It broke her brain to the point that she thinks she hears people all, all, all around her talking to her. She hated Raquel Gonzalez so much that she hit her with a shovel and cost her the NXT Women's Championship, which we've we've established many times since is the most important thing in the world to Raquel Gonzalez. Dakota Kai took that from her. Now they're best friends again because reasons. And apparently one of the reasons is that Gigi and JJ need to defend the NXT women's tag titles at sit and disappoint. So they need somebody to face and it's Dakota and Raquel where it might as well have been Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai because they won the tag tournament, which gives them the right to that tag title. Like the last thing, the thing that happened last week makes even less sense now, Kate. Now my brain is broken, just like Dakota Kai. Anyway, what, what were you were you going to say something? I thought I heard you say something. Yes, broken Alex. <laughs> Brother Alex. Uh, yeah, no, this makes no sense. I don't understand why the people that won the tag tournament wouldn't be in line for the tag shot. I thought that that whole angle was because Gigi Dolan might have been injured. But she can apparently fight, and that's happening next week, unless there's shenanigans between now and then, which I would... Yep. Never underestimate in the world of Tupoto. Uh but yeah, I think this is dumb. And I don't understand there wasn't even like a conversation where they got over their differences, unless they're gonna Tarantino it. I don't know. Um, but they hated each other like viscerally. And now they're just like cool. Yeah. <laughs> JDB Pringle has an idea. Girls gotta support each other, Alex. Sheesh. What? No. Every nope. girl thinks another girl is a bitch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. Um. <laughs> and not as hot as me. Have you seen my bangs? <laughs> um. So, uh, Graham B and the N and the H uh, seem to think it was a likely suspect. Uh, the N and the H said, did they get Tony D's associates to take her? And Graham B says, Wendy sleeping with the fishes. Hey, gabagool. So maybe it was Tony D'Angelo because if it wasn't, if it wasn't him, like his idea, then obviously toxic attraction hired him and he paid off a hitman to take her out. I had the best idea, which they're not going to do, which mm -hmm. is that she just got like hammered. And because she sleeps just in random spots anywhere, she was like, I'm going to get changed out of my pajamas into my other pajamas. And she just mm -hmm. like left a trail behind. But she's totally fine. She just passed out somewhere else. Right. I don't even know if she needs to be drunk. That might just be something that she does anyway, because she's always so tired. Uh, Luis Polito. Happy birthday, Luis! Birthday boy and our <laughs> superstar mod. The mod uh, god! Luis Polito. Uh... Birthday cake emojis or whatever the hell you got in the chat, guys, for Luis Polito, who's awesome. He has a prediction for who it was. He says it was Boa Stang. 
It was the sting boa. Ooh. We haven't seen in a while, so he might be out there just kidnapping girls. It could be anyone. This is NXT 2.0, you guys. Yeah. Uh, Mark Losper says, must be a good episode when the first words I hear after clicking the link is murdered? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> Look, I won't lie. Two things that I love in wrestling that make absolutely no sense are wrestling weddings. Mm-hmm. And I love me a good whodunit if it's done the right way. Impact had a real fun murder angle. Um, so I, this just seems very weird to do on a go home to stand and deliver. Like to yeah. suddenly throw this wrench into the plot. Yes. Um, yeah. I, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's so funny. They, this is going to be on the pre-show, which I guess we have to watch too, Kate. Oh my god, we're that, gonna have does, to get does coffee that, and does walk. that start at 8 a.m.? What's happening? Um anyway, uh so yeah, they they just they made the match. Gigi and JJ versus Dakota and Raquel. Earlier, like at some point in the night, we're gonna talk all about all this stuff. Um, there was a uh um Kaylee Ray and Neo Shirai uh, uh, uh pre-record where they talked about that. Apparently they just decided they were going to do it on a whim, like, "Hey, we're going to challenge her to a tie to a, to make it a four way match," and we knew she couldn't say no. Well, I mean, there's no there's nobody there to like make her say yes or to re- reject your your challenge. There's no authority figures, so whatever you say goes, girls. That's fine. And then there was a, a Cora Jade um, a, a promo um, where. Where she said that she used to like draw little things in her in her in her notebooks and, and during math class instead of doing math, she would write about her dreams of becoming one day um, the divas champion. Uh, which I, I don't know what math she was doing because she's like really really young now and the divas championship hasn't been a thing in like seven years. But anyway, um, relatable. Was... I have ADD. I was oftentimes doodling instead of doing math. <laughs> anyway, it's a it's a baby face promo. It's effective. Um, we'll we'll make our we'll make our predictions at some point. Um, I I I with the fatal four way stipulation, I would be very surprised to see Mandy Rose come out on top. Uh, at the end of this, um, Cora Jade could be set up to like, hey, let's see what we can do with with the young one. You know, like that's yeah. Like honestly, I I don't know. It feels like they think she's got a lot of momentum and they want to try it. So. We'll see. I I would. Will the I would, toxic lounge be converted to like the the, the skater square or something? The skater square. Skater square is absolutely what it would be. She's gonna turn the entire like you know where there's the raven's nest. Just gonna be a half pipe. Just her Perfect. going back and forth. Honestly, yeah. There you go. Perfect. She's gonna like rail her way down to the ring. I like yeah. it. Um. <laughs> the uh, shot kid says, um, hearing Shane is coming back. Somehow fixed Dakota's mind because it rebroke it, but she thinks it's still 2020 when she and Raquel were friends. Look, I need to make sense of this somehow. Um, <laughs> thank you, Shocky29, for for trying. Here comes um, the what the heck. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Quill says Kate for NXT Women's Champ and AEW Champ. No, thank you. I would prefer to be booked. Well, I will go to Impact instead. <laughs> Don't you think though that 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 you would change things? No, nope. the way Cody's going to change things in WWE. Oh, the way that 
I don't know, Brit being title reign hold like the AEW women's title. No. Yeah. No. No. Um, no, um, I don't have that big of an ego. I'm realistic about the wrestling industry. I understand I'm always only one woman. I am there to get my winner's purse and leave because I'm old school. Thank you. Got to go to the pay window. That's me. Uh, the the window is what Linda and Sheila <laughs> absolutely go to. Oh, I remember going to the pay window back in the day because I would go to the horses. With you and husband yes. number three, yes, we, we would go to the racetrack every Sunday. It was a great time until he gambled all his money away and you had to divorce him. We we would go bet the ponies. That's what we would call it, betting the ponies. We would go and, and we would put down a couple of dollars on whoever was the biggest long shot. We always lost, but no big whoop. It was fun. Reminiscing with Linda and Sheila. Um <laughs> Mark Losper says, uh, we knew she couldn't say no. Makes sense. Manny's proven that she's totally honorable and willing to take on all challengers. Who writes this crap? Uh, I mean, I know who approves I'm this crap, but... super nervous Mandy's going to retain. Yeah, it's just... It's just I mean, it, 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 I, I don't know why you... like If you're going to have a retain, then have her actually have a regular match against somebody and not these multi-person matches where... It's the best way to hide her, though. It's the best well, way to hide the weaknesses. Yeah, but I think Eo and Kaylee Ray. She doesn't even have to get pinned. Just do it. I think Elo, Elo, mm. Elo, Eo and Kaylee Ray. I think both might be main roster bound, especially Eo. Uh, so Cora would be the other person to put it on, and Cora has made quite a bit of enemies, not on her own fault, but some people are ready to step up. I'm just saying. I like that you called her ELO for a second because it reminded me of ELO, the Electric Light Orchestra, which I saw them perform live back in the 70s. They were very good. I either had that song Evil Woman, that that was one of their songs they did. I think that's about Mandy Rose. I was thinking about the Andrade El Idolo when I said the ELO, I think. That's you can't good. take off your sunglasses right before I'm your sunglasses. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Your regular glasses when I'm going into Steeler mode. Now, see, if I was outside, you'd see them. They, they turn dark because these are That's the transitions, it. the very fancy ones that turn the turn the dark shade. But anyway, um, I'm sorry. I wanted to do the very quick in and out of character thing because I think you know people like it when I when I do that. Wow, um, this is a character for you. This is my life. <laughs> Live the gimmick, Alex. Nah, I'd, I'd rather not. I just want to show up at the pay window, get my money, and go. Um, JW Pringle says they just really, really, really want to zig a zig ah. I would zig a zag ah because the zigzag is kind of a cool move, to be honest. Yeah. And I love Dolph Ziggler. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Um, tell I, us I, what you want, what you really, really want. I, I want this. Um, uh, Shadman Huda says Kate versus Becky in a hair versus hair match. Who you got? Me, always. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's no way you you would die before you would let Becky get close to those bangs. Not Look a chance. This. Not Look a chance. Precision. Maybe a, a couple of weeks ago, but I just got this shit done yesterday, and it was expensive. Yeah. Um. So, so, so that was something that happened during the course of the evening. Um. We got uh, the first match of the night though was L.A. Knight and M.S.K. versus Imperium. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it it ended pretty much the way I thought it was going to. 
uh, I thought at some point Walter and Larry Knight are going to start beating each other up and like, like just, Hey, let's fight in this direction gradually off stage. And then they did that. And that, that allowed MSK to get pinned. Um, I thought what they were going to do was gradually fight off stage. And then the Creed brothers were going to attack. Um, Therefore, allowing nobody to get pinned this close to the pay-per-view. MSK, of course, doesn't belong in this match whatsoever because both of the, the, the Dusty tournaments are complete shams. But if they lose via pinfall, clean pinfall, um, in this match four days before the match, their title match, I don't understand why they're still in the title match, Kate. I think they should be removed from the title match because they shouldn't be in the title match, Kate. I was watching and I was like, every week, every week that I watch WWE programming, I'm like, you're not going to be too negative. You're going to go into it with an open mind. And then usually by the first 20 minutes, I'm like, oh, come on. What the hell? But in my head, I was like, you know what? The champions are going to get pinned and it's actually not going to be the worst thing because it'll be schmazzy. And then MSK has a reason to say we belong in this match. The one time that they don't pin their stupid champion. No, yeah, yeah, that's right. Is the one time that it would actually make sense, so that MSK could say we belong in this, and now we actually have a reason to say that instead of like, well, just cause, mm -hmm. cause we're because we're heels again, kinda. Yep. You were champions for too long. You went on a wild drug chase, and then you lost. What on earth are we doing? I love that it wasn't a wild goose chase because there were no geese involved at all. It was just drugs, and they it was just, just weed, so it wasn't that wild of a just drug chase. But still, chasing, chasing weed for like eight weeks. What are you doing in this? It makes no understand. sense. The one time it would have made any sense to pin a champion and they don't do it. I watched three champions get pinned on SmackDown. Zero of them made sense. This one would have made sense. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you could have had interference. They didn't even have to lose clean. Yeah. I, I will say, I see, I will say, uh, Walter Gunthar. Gunthar, uh, that weight is melting off of him. Like, I don't like I don't recognize him. Like he got in the ring. And I was like, who is that? Did Fabian Eichner get a toupee? Because, because I I was like, that man is shredded. Oh, it's it's friggin' Walter. Um, so good for him, man. Uh that's yeah. that's awesome. Um th th listen, Larry Knight versus Walter is gonna be a lot is gonna be a fun match, but it's one of those deals of like, let's see how many, let's see how many times Larry Knight. Uh, heart gets restarted by a chop. <laughs> um, that's that's gonna be fine. Yeah. And the match, this match was was good. Like I liked. There was the the hey, you thought so and so was legal, but he wasn't. I I do appreciate more and more. You see that these days of the heels doing blind tags and the and the baby faces being stupid and pinning the wrong guy. And I like heels being smart. I think heels should be street smart. And I like that that um, that Imperium and uh, uh, that that Eichner and and Bartel are doing that. So that's good. Because if anyone is going to be a dummy, yeah, it should be yeah. the babyface. After the match, that's when the Creed brothers show up, and they just have a stare down. Like nobody, nobody gets it. Nobody fights anybody. They just stare at each other, 
MSK's in the ring, Imperium's at the bottom of the ring, uh, bottom of the ramp, and Creeper's at the top of the ramp. And they always like, hey, yeah, that's right. The three of us are going to get on a plane and fly to Dallas, and then we're going to fight for real. Um, so that was that. They were probably staring at them like, what the fuck are you doing in this match? <laughs> yes. Um, we we got an Ivy Nile versus Tiffany Stratton match. Ivy Nile uh, uh, continues to impress the hell out of me. And Tiffany Stratton looked the best she ever has. Kate. I have nice things to say about this match. I get to say nice things. And it even involves Tiffany Stratton and I get to say nice things. I thought this was actually really solid. I think Tiffany Stratton, this is the best she's ever looked. I think a lot of that is because of Ivy Nile. Mm -hmm. I think when somebody works with submission styles, it's easier to sell properly because you're just in a position for longer. Um, I think Ivy Nile is great, man. I Ending it with that North-South was so good. So good. She should do that all the time. I would love to see her develop a Danielson-like like current form Danielson like Arsenal where how he's winning with so many different moves if she can do that like at three or four finishers her matches are going to be so exciting because like I think she could just be near Fall City with the way she locks people in it's always believable her charisma is really coming along like I feel like she's had the in-ring acumen for a while now but she's getting like a little bit more heelish she's getting a little bit more arrogant you're starting to see her charisma come out this was the best tiffany stratton's ever looked my only real ring psychology complaint was that like you saw ivy nile between the ropes almost setting up for a shamrock shake 619 and tiffany stratton did like basically the rear view to the back of her head and i was Mm. like that makes the least amount of sense in the world but (laughs) uh, outside of that spot which made no sense Mm-hmm. This was a really, really solid match, and I just think Ivy Nile is really coming along at a really quick pace here. I like to see it. I would love for her to be the one to dethrone Mandy if certain other people are being called up. Like, I guess if if Mandy does retain, I'm really nervous she's gonna. Yeah, I'm really nervous she's gonna, unless they do put it on Cora. But I feel like Cora has been so mired in other things. That's kind of come back to bite her in the butt. But anyway, I think Ivy Nile's outstanding. I would love to see her be the one to dethrone Mandy, but this match was just really good. And it was nice to see Tiffany Stratton work at what felt like a better pace for her and at a better style. Like this was definitely her strongest match, in my opinion. What yeah. did you think? Do you have happy things to say? Oh, I always have happy things to say about Ivy Nile. I think she's great. There was a there was a uh, a backstage thing where uh god what the heck is tatum paxley was was like like trying to help out on the diamond mine uh and she's like polishing the heavy bag (laughs) i was just like it was very it was like um we need something for you to do to clean uh here here's a squirt bottle and a rag squirt something and polish it she's like okay it was just this weird thing like nobody gave her any direction she just did it um but uh but then Ivy Nile's really angry at her for helping out. She's like, hey, in Diamond Mine, we kick ass. We don't kiss ass. You're never going to learn. Stop cleaning up. We like it dirty here because I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know, though. I feel like they would haze people. The Creed brothers would definitely haze people. So I feel like Tatum should be kind of hazed. But I'm not in Diamond Mine. Who the hell am I to say? Yeah. 
Um, so we got a, yeah, there's, I don't know. I, I, I think even Ivy Nile has a very, I don't know what her ceiling is, but I really enjoy that. She's so different from everybody else in NXT among the women. Um, a lot of anyway. legit Layla comparisons. And I, I like those cause I'm a huge fan of legit Layla and they work similarly where they work really smart for their size, both of them. And Tiffany's not like so much bigger than Ivy, yeah. but like they, they work to their size extremely well, which makes things more believable, which for me makes wrestling matches more fun. Chris, uh, Chris Muller, uh, Ms. Mueller, Doc. Doc, from, uh, the inventor said, of the Shamrock Shake nickname. Yeah. Not, um, the, not the actual uh, uh, He says that Ivy Nile is his new spirit animal. Uh, I, I also uh, love her very, very oh, much. Oh, I don't know how to tell you this, man, but you're real nice. And I feel like she is the pit bull. And you're delightful. So I don't yeah. know if that's your spirit animal, but like maybe pre-coffee Chris is Ivy Nile. Yes, that's that's true. Um, so yes, uh, Saray shows up super Saray this time with, with all of her crazy super fog and everything and distracts Tiffany Stratton long enough that she gets put in that weird, like, I'm going to reach around behind my back and yank on my own arm deal headlock thing from Ivy Nile and taps out to that. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, that's nasty, that North South. I like that. Josh Weaver says, nobody wants a dirty bag, Alex. She was cleaning the heavy bag. Oh, man, if only we had a Manscaped read right now. <laughs> if only we did. <laughs> if only we did. That's probably true. Yeah. I don't think anyone's like, oh, dope, my bag is gross. <laughs> Somebody get me a rag. I need to polish my bag. You, sir. Yeah. Polish the bag. Uh, we got a lot of... Um, uh, of of promos, like like hey, things are gonna happen later this eve, later on 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 Saturday. Um, <laughs> Spark Lasper says she came pre-transformed as a super Saiyan. Um, so uh, Champa cut a promo where he he talked to you. He says you, you and I, we've went through so much, and it was really like he was talking directly to each individual fan as opposed to the throngs of adoring full sailors. Um, it started a little Mr. Rogersy for me because of that, but then it went to places I really liked, but it did feel a little like... I, um, uh, well, you started talking about how like you, you've been there this whole way, things uh, uh, public, like winning the title, and uh, giving, having, giving, having to give up my title before my next surgery, and private... Uh, while having five miscarriages and then finally having our miracle baby, my baby daughter, um, like it was a really affecting thing. Like it's amazing how far we've come. Um, and then instead of throwing the little chair behind him, because he says this might be my last, I have no illusions. This could be my last match uh, in, in NXT. Um, instead of throwing the chair behind him, he calmly turns it around and sets it up against the door. And it says it's spray painted on the back nine nine twenty fifteen to four two twenty twenty two, and that got me because I I did not realize he'd been there that that's a lifetime in NXT terms like he's and been, wrestling terms to be anywhere that long that's, yeah that's yeah. true but like not only is it is it a lifetime in NXT terms because nobody's there that long but think of the ground that covers. 
like that goes by that goes that's almost that's like right after the the like Sami Zayn and Neville shit like that's like that's re- that's really that goes really far back that's like Finn that's Balor like, and Samoa Joe like that's early early stuff that's so, like 1.25 that's not even an XT 1.5 yeah that's like yeah. right on the yeah yeah right the, the first kind of transitional phase yeah. it wasn't a brand transition but it was like a talent transition for sure oh, he got there before it blew up like like it, the tail end of the samoa joe finn balor era and then shinsuke nakamura coming in to take over dallas like that was where it really kicked off he was already there by then like we were we were moving past that like there's some really, really cool stuff that he got to take part in all the way through to now it being nothing like what it used to be. Nothing like what it was after it was the thing that it was when he got there. Like, it's just so far. So for him to, like, be there that long and say goodbye, you know, like, that's that's a hell of a thing, which makes me even happier that they're choosing Tony D to be the one Take him out back and put two in the back of his skull. Like I, I'm so excited about it. Like it's, it, I think this is my, my most anticipated match. Even, even though I don't know if it's gonna be the best match, I think it's gonna be this really thing where Tony, Tony D'Angelo, is gonna have to kill him, and that's gonna be a really cool thing for him to like, you know, because Chapa's not going out easy. So that's gonna be a, a really hard hitting match. I can't wait for that. It's so funny. To me, Champa is his bread and butter is a heel, right? Like my favorite Champa runs are heel runs for the most part. But it's almost like punk with me, where I'm like, you're a heel, but man, can you do some good stuff as a babyface? This was one of those. Yeah. This was one of those because it's the same device, right? It's that same like thing that is going to grab at your heart. It's just do they hold it in their hands or do they smush it? and beat it <laughs> that's the difference between a heel and a face but to me the best ones are the ones that that grab it and then decide what to do with it right so um i really love this from champa my notes just say champa and then it has like a dash and then just like the cry emoji uh yeah. because this was so sincere and i don't I really don't know what's next for that guy i have no faith in the main roster i don't know what his contract status is um, and I don't think he's sticking around. So I, for one of my p- favorite performers in the past decade or so, it is like, I'm shoot on this ride with him, right? Like, I really don't know what's next for the dude. So, uh, I just am thankful that we got so much great in ring action for all those years. Like he never, um, you know, outside of being out with injury for a long time, right. like there was not a time where he ever felt like underdeveloped or weak. He was always integral from the time that he showed up. So <sighs> who knows? Yeah. Mark Losper saying as cool as this Champa promo is, it is ridiculous that a man of his talents is in their developmental promotion for this long dude needs to get paid. Well, he wanted to be there for, for, for a long, for a lot of it. Um, well, and- this is the problem. Was it, um, you know, I I prefer black and gold to NXT 2.0 for sure, but like there was a point where it was it was not a developmental promotion anymore. This was not. So what is currently happening, I don't like, but it's more in line with the main roster. So yeah. 
it, to say he was in developmental that long, like, yeah, it's a little bit egregious, but um, I, I would always say that watching NXT versus the main roster was like if the double A Yankees were kicking the Bronx Bombers ass, like every single time they went out there. So um, I don't know if it was like an insult that he wasn't called up as much as like an alignment with the personality of the brand and the performer. Yeah. I mean, like we, we've seen what happens when, when people who you would think would be like right up Vince's alley, get called up, you know, like why, why, what happened? Why is Ke- why was Karrion Cross treated the way he was? If not for a vengeance against, uh, and that's for some way, like weird grudge he had against Triple H. Keith Lee, like I know he had the health problems, but before that he wasn't being booked like a, like a megastar, like, like he should have been. But these are dudes that you would think are like, Ciampa's a, 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 not a, he's a smaller dude. He can cut a promo, but I, I think I love watching him work. But I think, like, if, if he had been called up in the fall of 2019, there's no way he's still an employee by WWE. Like, it's it's like they would have let him go. So I, I think he, he was able to tell the full story of of who Tommaso Ciampa was. Like that that character has had has had a, a really kind of an amazing arc to get back to where this is now, and I kind of like that. Yeah, and I think. You know, even like Pete Dunn, it sucks, right? But he at least had his run. Now he's yeah. Butch and God knows. But like he had a run. Top, I feel like, got the most extended run he could have. Because like you said, if he got called up to the... And they tried. They tried with him and Gargano on the main roster, too. Don't forget. They were like <laughs> up there for like a couple of weeks. And it was a, it was not... They didn't they were, know if they wanted them to be friends, opponents. They had no idea what the hell they to were, do. They were tagging again as DIY, but, like, they hated each other when they were NXT. So, like, okay, whatever. Mark Losper says, I would agree with the not a developmental promotion thing so they didn't pay these folks like main roster talent. Oh, that that's, I agree with you. That's the other thing. Like, they, they should have been able to, to pay them better than that. Um, we um, we got the, the, the Tony D response. Where he was at an outdoor cafe. Use the um, emoji. <laughs> Cowards in the chat. Or he's use, gonna come break your legs. Use the freaking emoji, you hey. motherfucker. Um, uh, I I like this too. You know, like I'm I'm I gotta put you down. This is all good. He was waiting for a guy named Polly, I think, to bring him an espresso. I'm not really sure. Um, I, I after this, after the after the rub of being the guy who sends. Champa to the main roster. I'm gonna have to have more Tony D on the program. Like he should, he should be, he should be out there cutting promos every week, having a match every other week. Like he's, he should, be, he needs to be a top, top guy. You're doing a lot of stuff with. Like this is after if Carmelo retains in the ladder match, um, then whoever wins the ladder match, the next guy they face has got to be, <laughs> be Tony D, who will at least threaten to make it the Italian American Championship after he wins. You're going to be so sad if they don't do that. I will. I'm just, if he ever if he ever wins the title and they don't have him refer to it as the Italian American Championship, I will be personally crushed. You know what's incredible? Like we've talked about this transition of Tony D'Angelo from being like a meme wrestler to like Tony D, who has proven himself in the ring, and I think uh, he's going to have a star-making match with Ciampa, but not everybody's Tony D can stand and deliver, Alex. And if you need help helping your Tony D stand 
and deliver. Well, my friends, Blue Chew is here to help. Your penis is soft. Let me help. Not like that. BlueChew.com. Code Fightful. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but it's ready when you are or when you're not it's not about having a problem it's about having that performance that excellent performance that confidence fill out their online questionnaire you work with an online physician you want to wait in line at the pharmacy or the doctor's office it's shipped discreetly and directly to you and you get that first shipment free when you use that code fightful at checkout you want to be confident don't you you want that pay-per-view that main event performance don't let yourself or somebody else down use bluechew.com and the code fightful i'm not gonna lie that might be my favorite segue i've ever done ever Pile Driver Finisher says, my new phone has the gabagool. Hey, the gabagool emoji. We love it. Hey, since we did a plug, perhaps we should remind you to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com because Sean broke a bunch of news about who on the free agent market, on the women's side of things, is drawing intrigue and who's not, for the love of God, it's worth reading if you like to anger yourself like I do. Updates on Nixon Noel, on Athena, on Tony Storm, many, many more. And plus, if you subscribe to Fightful Select, you know what else you get? More of Team Kalex, not only on editions of Sour Graps, which is Alex's bag outside of Tuesday nights, but you also will be getting us on the pay-per-view, paywall, post-shows, nights one and two of WrestleMania, NXT Stand and Deliver will be available to the masses uh but go on to fightful select and subscribe so that you can watch our post show because it's going to be better than that jobber sean rossap who's entering some gcw battle royal like does he even care he doesn't care like team kalex does subscribe and join us wrestlemania weekend because it's going to be real real fun Doc Muller says the top knots transition to the Bluetooth ad gate. My God. And I didn't even, sometimes when I'm like taking my notes, I'm like, <laughs> there's, there's my move. There's my segue. That one just came about so organically. And that's when the best art gets made. So yeah, um, my segues are a work of art living up to 
my banks, I feel like it's an important thing. Like I can't just be banks. I need to be segues to dick ads too. <laughs> Mark Losper reminding us that Buff Bagwell is going to be in the cluster F. Uh, so I need him to eliminate Sean. That's what I need. I need that. That's the thing I need. And I want that to become become a, a feud that, that, that lasts now forever. I think that would be fun. I want Sean to enter the triple, to make a triple threat with Minoru Suzuki and Effie. That's what I want. I think just like murder grandpa, Minoru Suzuki and Effie and Sean. Just yeah. the three of them in a room is the funniest thing I can think of. Never mind a wrestling ring. So yeah. good luck to Sean. Beat that ass. Go get him. Win. Give us all bonuses. Beat that ass. Beat that ass. Ron Breaker said in the show he was going to smash that ass. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, first of all, we have, to talk, we have to update everybody on the J.W. Pringle saga with your father. Please do. Uh, J.W. Pringle says, Dear Paul Elizabeth and Mrs. Paul Elizabeth, please w- welcome to Mania Weekend. May your cup runneth over and your table be full of smackadillias. May Gabagool be with you both in this holiest of seasons. Paul Hensler res- responds, Reverend Pringle, May the gabagool be with you and your spirit during this holy season. Your dad's awesome. My dad rules. (laughs) My dad, this is how great my dad is, all right? It was like 28 degrees here in the Northeast, okay? He still pitched in his softball game yesterday. Yes, he's living the retired life. And he only walked one batter and he went three for three. Because my dad is a boss. They lost. They almost got mercy, but still, not because of my dad. My dad rules. Oh, the almost mercy is the worst. When my you d- when you when you get that close to being mercyed, I just want to go home. In like, why are we doing the degree whole- weather? Yeah, my dad oh, said God, they no. told one of their teammates they were like, just hit a single so we can get out of here, and the idiot swung for the fences. And then the mercy rules changed later in the game to more runs, and so they were all very upset. But oh my God. We should do a softball post show sometime. <laughs> All Elite Dan says, don't watch NXT, but always here for SGS. My love for you guys, like honor, is real. Partner. Um, uh, Tom Navelli I love medication so much. <laughs> Kate's bangs on point as ever. I had to watch Stan deliver 20 years ago in teacher school. I won't be watching this one. Hashtag SGS. How do I reach these kids? How do I reach these kids? I love South Park so much. Me too. In teacher school, were you in the same class as Professor Andre Chase? <laughs> oh my God. Please should respond. We, yes. Should we, yes. should we skip to that thing? Um, yeah, because you gave us a, you gave us a, yeah, yeah, you did. Right, because yeah. I'm the queen of segways, Kate Elizabeth. <sighs> Um, okay, so here's here's the thing that's gonna is gonna piss me off the most uh, about about this. Von Wagner versus Bodie Bodie whatever Bodie. I'm Boat sorry, Boat. who? Vern Wagner versus Bodie Boat Boat. Um, uh, Andre Chase's prize pupil. Bodie McBoatface. Um, Bodie McBoatface. That's his name now. But his name is Bodie McBoatface. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Bodie McBoatface. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait for until he wrestles double vest. Um, but <laughs> uh, Bodie McBoatface versus Vim Wigner. Thank um, you. come Tuesday, uh, 
they they had this they had this match whatever it was the 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 hot chick who wants to be a part of the Robert Stone brand was standing Challenge? at ringside. Oh no 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 no! Just this hot chick. We don't even know what her name is yet. They haven't introduced her. I don't think. Hot uh, chick on... who wants to join the brand. That's it. Uh... <laughs> um. Well, why wouldn't you want to join this brand, Alex? Because I don't know. In a brand where anybody can make matches for themselves, yeah. wouldn't you want a manager who can get you something as prized as? A match with a jobber professor's pupil. Mm-hmm. Can't Mark, just go around demanding that for yourself. What are we Mark, doing? Mark, Mark Losper says finding out that guy's name is Bodie instead of Boney <laughs> still makes me unreasonably sad. Me too, because then if his name was Boney, he'd be Boney McBoneface, and then I could bring out that uh, that that skull mask I wore for uh, for Halloween when I was Boney D'Angelo. And I could make more Bluetooth segues. Uh, <laughs> So so Boney Boney loses the match to to Devin Wigner. Um, but that's not what is most disturbing about this. What's most disturbing is that the Instagram model, whoever the hell she is, is standing out there like m- making like sexy face at tw- in the general direction of the ring. Um, and I don't know why this is happening, but well, I mean I do, but it doesn't make any sense to me. Um Kushida and Ikamanjiro are sitting at a tiny announce desk nearby the other announce desk. I guess they are the official Japanese commentators now. I don't know. They never really actually explained it. They said but, it to, in this episode only that they were the Japanese announce team. I, I, like I think, of, like this is who they are. What? Why? Why do we have a Japanese announce team? That's a thing that I, that would. Why is one of the Japanese announcers one of the best technical wrestlers in the fucking world? <laughs> um, uh, they appear to only be there to oogle the very tall blonde lady. What's wrong with tall blondes? Nothing's wrong with tall blondes unless. You are Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard who think it is inherently funny for a small Japanese man to want to have sex with a tall, leggy, white, blonde girl. That's that's funny. Just that is funny. Like, I don't understand why. If that's not what they were saying by having Ikemenjiro like literally drooling while staring at this blonde girl, I don't know what else they were trying. Like, that's just supposed to be, that's funny. And and I was like, if if that is the only reason they were they were out there for this, like what a what a why why are you doing this? But it turns out that wasn't the only reason they were out here for this. And what it gets worse. It gets worse, Kate, because then Vin Wigner, after he beats Boney McBoneface, walks past the hot blonde girl, smashes Kushida's head on the top of the uh, announce table that's very small drags Ikemenjiro into the ring, does his really terrible, lazy, half Samoan drop, half angle slam finisher, then rips his jacket off of him, tears the jacket in half. Oh my God, the, without the jacket, they're just time now. If there is no jacket, they can only be time. And then we and have- Time is but a construct. So what are they even? Time is a flat circle. Um. So uh, the-, the if that's if that's all they did, that's fine. But then you have Vic Joseph making things worse, saying 
That jacket is Ikemenjiro's identity. It's basically a lucha mask, apparently, to them. Oh, my Okay, so God. the problem is Von Wagner is already human ambient. I'm sorry if that's mean, but it's true. Yeah. I There's nothing there that I have gravitated to yet. Um, and we say it week after week, so I'm sorry. I feel bad about it, but like I have not found a redeeming quality in him. I have also not found a redeeming quality in his manager. Right. I also have not found anything... They haven't really had any stories. They've just had one-offs. And they haven't made him look particularly great. Yep. So I don't think he's a monster. And there's not really a story. What am I supposed to take my teeth and do? And they were like, I know how we can get this guy heat. He's going to rip a blazer down the middle. From Party City. Mm-hmm. The blazer, That the whole point of the blazer is that it's a double entendre for jacking off. It is not his identity, okay? It's, it's it is not... a joke on masturbation. They, they, what, they, they, what, they, what are we doing? They could have called it blazer time, but they did not. No, no, Actually, no. no. That, that, that was an alternate, alternative nickname for MSK, though. <laughs> that would have been better if they were stoners who wore fun blazers <laughs> blazer time would rule i would be so into that why not mark losfer says alex says kushida and ikmanjiro kate head goes into hands <laughs> sounds like a winning <laughs> segment whoa. whoa so now undoubtedly but this is why because at the top of the show i said you guys weren't we weren't recording yet but i said to alex this wasn't the worst show <laughs> and it wasn't the worst show it wasn't the worst show but then there were still things like this that happened yeah. where two of the technic like we talked about with Kushida we should also like point out that Ikmanjiro is not like no he's not like yeah alright he's also one of the he's best really technical wrestlers in the world yeah um, so he's, this a comedy, he's a comedy act but yeah that's, that's what he actually is is a great technical wrestler yeah but Somebody backstage was like, I know how we're going to get heat. <laughs> we're going to have Bod Wachter rip a jacket down the middle. And we're going to pretend like it's essentially the same significance as a lucha mask. When really they started just wearing jackets around Halloween Havoc. And that I, was it. I was, I was kind of upset about a kid beating Kushida. And I was like, ah, it's okay. They're going to give the kid a monster push when he shows up. He's going to win a bunch of matches in a row. He might even be the next uh, NXT North American champion. Oh, how wrong I was. But I was able to excuse that loss, Kushida to A-Kid. I swear to God, Kate, if they have Kushida try to salvage the honor of his fallen friend, Ikemenjiro, by getting a match versus Veen Wigner, and he gets squashed by Von Wagner, I'm going to set something on fire live on the show. Yeah, it's not gonna. Well, live on the show makes it interesting. Yeah, I don't live know what on... yet. I don't know what yet. It might be just a piece of paper. Oh, could it be a jacket? Uh, I don't know if I have a, a jacket I'm willing to set on fire. Not to insult your family name or anything like that, but it's just a jacket seems logical. <laughs> My God. Um, it's just, 
Well, the thing with A-Kid was they are both in the same stratosphere of wrestling ability. Yes, that's true. Um, so, like, not my favorite thing in the world. No. But Von Wagner's not, could no. not lace the boots of, of no. Kushida. Mark Losper says, how many Tokyo Dome events do you think flash before Kushida's eyes? Every day. Before he sighs and walks through the curtain. Every day. Um. So, uh, Mr. Showtime says, great. Now Von Wagner's entrance causes seizures as well as boredom with those flashing lights. He is so uninteresting. Love you guys. MD Kate fa 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 for life. Um, Graham B says, does Bodie Hayward look like the third ass boy? Hayward. That's his actual last name. I'm going to forget that immediately so he can become Bodie McBoatface. Um, he does look like the third ass boy. I actually kind of liked him in this match. I'm not going to lie. I didn't hate him. I liked him more than Von Wagner, which was not the point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom LaValle says, uh, who's the guy who, teacher school. He's the guy who says, Andre Chase was a student of mine. He wasn't a great student, but he had heart. I get it. A apropos of nothing, mad props to Buff Bagwell and his Twitter. Yeah, Buff Bagwell is, is a real one on the Twitter. He definitely deserves a follow. Um, oh, no. Is the hot girl in the crowd I'm seeing... Is that Sophia chick from Level Up? Because she cannot wrestle. I have no idea who that is. I have no That's, idea who that is. It's it's for the best. Uh, Mark I mean, says, I'll beat the shit out of her on Level Up if it's the same person. <laughs> boredom seizures are the worst seizures. Your brain is like, I'm so uninterested. I have no choice but to try and entertain myself. And it's Louise so says funny. she is Sophia Cromwell. She is a former LA Rams cheerleader. And therefore, a professional wrestler now. That all of what you just said makes sense. Yep. There you go. I'm not um, like expecting any like five star matches on Level Up, by the way. But I'm just no. saying. <laughs> We're jumping around a lot tonight, but I'm trying to keep it all 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 all, all in order here. Uh, we got uh, Legato del Fantasma versus Double Vest in the Beach. Now tonight was a full double vest. He wore the double vest tonight. Sometimes he doesn't. That I said I saw, I had people tweet me who were like, "Oh, now I know why you call him Double Vest," and I was like, "See, see, there you go." Um, uh, yeah, it's canon. So, Look yeah. up. Um, so uh, Chris Muller says, "Am I the only one who thought of Artie from Pete and Pete when Joaquin Wild held himself sideways on the ring post?" Hashtag SGS. Uh, I don't know. I was just more like. I will never have the core strength. God bless. No. I was like, I can do two setups and then pass out. This guy was like a flag in the wind, but yep. there was no wind. He was just supporting himself with his body. Kate, what happened in this match? I don't know. Um, a lot of power bombs. That's about it. Oh, I, I, there was one thing I, yeah, that was the thing that happened. Um, because they're trying to put over uh, Double Vest as this monster type guy. He was laying on his back and didn't put the knees up for the 450. He just reached up and grabbed his grabbed Joaquin Wilde's throat to to do a picked him up and then choke slammed him. Here's so what makes it. me nervous. Is he gonna try and date Electro now? Are we gonna get this? Is it going to be know. like, oh, a hot girl's around again. I'm all nervous. Yeah. And now Fallon is, I guess, a part of uh, the Jeff Foxworthy's table. Yeah. 
she's like officially just, she's like standing there now yeah they, they put out the didn't they put out their hands and like do the do the shield fist three triple fist deal <laughs> like uh i don't know man like you, your mileage may vary i'm not i'm not a big fan of the double vest in the beach um uh i love i love legato i think they could be really great they should be on the main roster should have been months ago um yeah double vest in the beach are not the worst but they're just no. i don't like things that are one note which is why watching the main roster is hard for me mm-hmm Mark Losper says the number of vests increases the closer yeah. to premium live events you get. He's going to wear 14 before his Mania debut. It's I true. mean, on a go-home, you should be properly vested. Yes. Yeah, properly invested, which none of us are in, in WrestleMania. <laughs> um, so we got, I forgot to mention, during Cora Jade's little promo about how she's, she's like, I want to talk about all the people who've held the title, Paige, Sasha Banks, and Charlotte even though I don't like her. And I was like, <laughs> I liked that. I thought it was cute. I did too. But, but um, I was like, yeah, this, like what, watch it, watch them call her up way too early and absolutely feed her spoon, feed her to Charlotte because that, yeah, well, I'm, sh I'm sure she'll be fine type of deal. And it won't, she won't be, and it'll ruin her and that'll be fun. You don't think they'll save it for brand supremacy season? I don't know. No, 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 because NXT isn't involved in that anymore. That's Not true. at all. Um, but uh, we got a, a Dolph Ziggler pre-tape promo where he talks about how he's he's uh, he's awesome and he's still um, uh, he's bitter about losing all the time in the main roster. But it's cool. I wouldn't change anything. Now I'm the big dog here in NXT, and I fly in, get off my jet, come in, do my stupid segment, go back to the airport, fly home, because I'm Dolph Ziggler, and I'm better than everybody here. And it's like, okay, well, fine. What he is is he's here to show the world, Alex. Mm, so. mm -hmm. In my head, this is how this went. They wanted Dolph Ziggler to make out with someone in front of a locker, and he was like, oh, I'm not doing that. And here's why. And they were like, should we change everything we've ever done? <laughs> That's felt to me. Mm -hmm. uh, things I liked. I liked him saying that. I, I like this. You're so big in Florida thing. That's That I think is fun. That's very effective heel work. What I did not like was, imagine what I could have been if I had all these coaches and all the support. I would never have been Nikki the cheerleader. I'm like, Guess you would have. There's a fake university on this bridge that was on like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you absolutely would have been Nikki the cheerleader because this whole brand is high school. And I've made jokes about the spirit squad being a part of Chase University. Like that's how endemic of a fit it was before Dolph Ziggler even got here. I was yeah. making those jokes. So that was the only thing I didn't love was I was like, of course you would have had a cheesy gimmick. Look around. But uh, I've liked Dolph Ziggler in NXT, darn it, but I'm a Ziggler mark, so I'm usually going to be happy if he's on my screen. Yeah. Um, I The thing of it is, is that if Braun is going to the main roster right away because Vince loves what he sees, um, uh, then then he has to lose to Dolph Ziggler on, on, on Saturday, which is a bad idea. Um, uh, but I don't. I, I think. I think you can easily get six more months of him in 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 a, or four and a half more months of him, so that he goes up for for SummerSlam. 
um, and debuts there with a big, with a big time match. Um, I think that you could do that with with Braun uh, Break. Um, I mean, Shane O'Mac is back, so I think the two of them should just have like a year long story. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good. Mark Losper says, "Dolph, I wouldn't change anything." Sure, bro. Sure. Um, I, I mean, I think he would probably change. Uh, well, yeah, have, being the sole survivor in 2014 at Survivor Series in this amazing performance, then like getting injured immediately after that and then dropping right back down the card. I'm sure he'd probably change that. I mean, that's not his fault, but yeah. yeah. Or being in the final four of Royal Rumble 478 times and <laughs> yeah. never winning. And uh, always being my dark horse and me being like, he's going to oh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Frequently sad. We got that promo by Dolph, and then we got a pre-record promo by Braun Breaker. Um, I'm gonna I, here. Here's, you know what I think of him in the ring. I think he's just he's just the perfect hybrid of speed and power that that WWE really really needs. Um, he would work so well on the main roster, provided of course they don't book him like dog shit. Which is always possible. I mean, that's for yeah, that's for everyone, right? Um, right. But normally, when he cuts his uh, his his in ring, um, his in ring promos, he just, hey, I'm Braun Breaker. I'm gonna get you. Like it was, it's that kind of stuff. Which he's just very, he's always at like a nine and a half. But this pre recorded interview, he was thoughtful. He was he was actually. It felt like he was actually talking as opposed to delivering lines. Like I think, and he's so early in this business. Yeah. This I'm, I'm, I'm willing to say this, Kate, if in five years, in five years, he is not the guy in WWE, then someone will have made a grievous error. Like at that point, Roman's going to be over 40. He's, he's probably going to be in Hollywood by then. Like in five years by mania 43, this guy needs to be the top dude in all of WWE. He's and then you can ride him for 15 years, provided he doesn't want to go somewhere else or gets injured or whatever. Like you could be, he could be the guy who is the whenever Roman Reigns comes back to do a match in 10 years, you this is the guy who he faces. Like he's the top guy in in, in the company. I, I he should, he really should be. I really felt like this interview, I was like, oh, he's been working with Ciampa. This felt very, very, very like um, kind of in Ciampa's cadence a little bit and the the sincerity with which Ciampa delivers things. I was like, he's learned a few things from, from good old Ciampa. Yeah. Um, but I, I loved this side of him. I thought this was great. In general, I appreciated these. I think it was smart to think that it's mania week you might have some people tuning in that need to get caught up to speed i liked these way better than i like watching a bunch of people make out yeah. like they were much better produced and they they at least told a story like it, it at least got me interested i think he's definitely the future the only thing that's kind of interesting is and you don't really recognize it because he is an nxt but he's like 511 so that's the only thing that i could see yeah. them like yeah. shirking it, he looks like a monster because he's an NXT and he is 
built. But he's I young. wonder if when yeah. he goes up there, he's not going to look as big. That's my only yeah. hesitation. But I think he's definitely the guy. Who else do you even have right now that you that they're going to clearly push yeah. to the moon? Yeah, I think yeah. the thing is that you could you could easily I, I, the idea of five eleven dude. I mean, this is what I think. I, I, I part of me still thinks that they're gonna do this stupid thing where they're gonna have Omos, uh, Omos beat uh, beat Lashley, um, and then that that they're gonna keep keep the the rub for who actually beats Omos to a younger generation guy. I mean, that's honestly what they should do. I don't want to see Lashley this too mania, but he doesn't need the rub. He's a he's a multi-time former champion at this point. He's in his forties. He doesn't need that rub. Like it's so to me, it's either going to be Gable Stevenson, which is not what I want, or Braun Breaker. If if this guy who's literally what a foot and a half shorter than Omos, like picks him up over his head because he could absolutely do that and drops him out of the ring in the Royal Rumble one one year, like that starts whatever it is that becomes this thing. Like he's short, but if you show how powerful he is at that height it's really going to help get him over as opposed to like, he's too short. We, we probably have him lose a bunch of matches. Just don't do that. Yeah. The thing with Omos in my opinion is because they obviously want to push him and he doesn't have a ton going for him. You cannot have him lose until he figured out something else or there's a mouthpiece on him because yeah. winning is the only thing that mm-hmm. he's got. Um, so I would want that to be a while. I would like for them to make the mid cards mean something instead. Oh, sure, sure. But sure. it's sad to say that that's a pipe dream at this point. Um, Mark Losper says you're saying that Braun is about drive, about power. Yes, he. You know what it is? He stays hungry, and he devours. So, so true. Um, What's my motherfucking name? Rock. Carlo Elidolo says, pop me tremendously that they finally acknowledge Braun Breaker is a Steiner. I'm glad, even though they'll probably never call him by that name. Um, yeah, I think they will. I yeah, actually think they will when they call him up. I think they might when they call him up. Um, now that they've put the Steiners in the Hall of Fame, they've like buried the hatchet, whatever that was going on with Scotty or whatever. Um, now, now it's a, now they're they're allowed to do it, like. They they had like Rick Steiner was in the audience when he's won his when he won the title and they didn't show it on TV. Like it was like this, hey, by the way, check out Twitter if you want to see this really cool, heartwarming thing. Um, like they actually said it now because he's actually a Steiner. Uh, I think that's good. And Josh Weaver says that's proof that Wade Barrett wa- watches sour graps because Wade Barrett put him over as a Steiner, and that's the thing. I've always been saying, you gotta, gotta make him a Steiner. Um so this match. Uh, Breaker versus Ziggler one on one should be uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I, I figure it won't. I fear it won't be one on one. That Rude's going to get involved a bunch of times, and the ref will never eject Rude from ringside until the very end of the match, where it'll be a turning point for the match. But I'm not making my official production yet. Mark Losper says, "I like Dolph, but having the main roster jobber be the champion of this brand is the biggest indictment you can possibly stand." And deliver. Um, yeah, it sh- I, I still think they should have found somebody who was on at least a bit of a win streak, as opposed to Dolph Ziggler, who's just been a loser for years. Who's on a who who on no, the main you're right. is on a win streak? Hold on, hold on. Touche. Well, thank you. 
Yeah, there's no, there's nobody on there's nobody on stream. Um, <laughs> there's nobody on live stream. Uh, we. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I don't even know what this is referencing. Thank you, Josh Weaver. Do you know what this is? He says, I, I like how they changed a guy's name to Bodie. But when they had a guy whose real name was Bodie, they changed his name to Kizarni. I don't know who Kizarni is. I'm not sure who that is. I'm sure. I I'm don't sure know, I... but they sound like they're going to be added to the Danny Boyce table. On the main roster. I, I, I know. Like Stone. It feels uh, like. I, I, I know the old Bing Crosby Christmas song. It's Christmas in Killarney. From all the folks at home. Um. Oh, Kazarni from the Ruthless Aggression era. Whoa, that, that goes back. For, yeah. Okay. That goes back far. Along. I don't know who that is. PG, I have yeah. research to do. Yeah. I can't be dropping the hip hop hippo and not know who Kazarni is. Um, we we got uh, Joe Gacy versus Draco Anthony. We did. Uh, Joe Gacy won. He did. I don't know. I don't know. There's much else to say about this match. I think Draco Joe Gacy's pretty good. Yeah. No, I, I think I think he is too. He's he's kind of like just doing this thing mostly on level up, and occasionally on the main on the on the main show. It and always bench. makes me laugh when you say level up. Because it's like there were vowels there and you ate them instead of there just not being vowels. It was like you took them away in the same level, level. level up. Um <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. It's it's um it was fine. I like I, I think Joe Gacy in the ring is, is pretty good. He's actually got a lot of cool intangibles about him. Draco Anthony's very, very built and very and very strong. He, he, who knows where, where his where his ceiling is? This just feels like filler right now because I don't really get the sense of like if you're actually gonna do the Joe Gacy recruits new people to be a part of his cult, then do it. Don't have him like dance around one guy who always rejects him. Like have him be really successful the first time he recruits somebody. And then again, maybe a little less successful, but he's still able to do it. And then you have a guy who he really wants, but he can't quite get him to come into the fold. And that's your story. This just seems like you're just, just treading water, uh, uh, of course. I think they might be because there were rumors they want to call Harland up. And I don't know if they know what that means for Joe Gacy. I don't know if they know yeah. what that means, which I also think is not a good idea because he has not looked very good. Yeah. Uh, in the ring. So. Yeah. Anyway, there's the thing. That's the thing. Um, yeah, it was. It was good. It was decent. Um, uh, Mark Losper saying, given the way things have gone, I think there's a genuine credence to Kate's theory that they had to negotiate with the Steiners for the name, and now that they now that they have that, I I I think that they should really just do it. Just just have him win the title. At at stand and deliver, bring out his dad and his uncle, the Steiners, and says, "From now on, I'm Braun Steiner." Everyone applauds. We could leave that whole breaker time period in the past, and he can strap a rocket to his back and move on. I will never leave the breaker era in the past because that's when I came in here. Damn it! But also, thank you for putting respect on my name mm -hmm. and my bangs for that theory. Yep. I feel like leaving a breadcrumb trail of like all of these other hints that he's a Steiner is a really great way to pressure people into giving you the name. So I, I still maintain my theory, but that's not anything like people always think I got stuff from Sean when I come up with conspiracy theories and it's not true. 
I just am a great conspiracy theorist, much like Sami Zayn. Mark Losper says Alex's level up is a good start to a Kiwi impression. I'll have, to, uh, I'll have to figure out. I have not yet studied the New Zealand dialect, but maybe I should just, just for the hell it's of like it. It's like Australian, but kind of cuter. Sorry to our Australian friends. Oh, I, I, I know of it, but I couldn't like t do it off the top of my head. That's right. Um, uh, it also might not be true. I just have one friend from New Zealand and she's adorable. So I might just be like associating. <laughs> her name is Kira. I know her through a friend uh, who is, she's his ex and I kept her and not him because she's better. And she might even watch this because she's very wonderful and supportive. So there you go. Awesome. <laughs> Back backstage. Uh, Persia Parada and uh, Indy Hartwell are arguing over whose man is hotter, who's the who's the better couple, Duja. whatever. Duja or Index. Um... <laughs> hey, Alex. <laughs> what, do, what do you send Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell for their anniversary? I don't know. What do you send them? An index card. Well, of course, that's that's very good. Thank you. I'll remember to do that in September. Um, <laughs> do do ya. You uh, just send them hygiene products. <laughs> oh my god. Hello, mother. Do you ever feel you know not so fresh? Yeah, that's why I use douja. <laughs> um, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. Um. Anyway, they have an argument over who's the hotter couple. And Nick, hey, so how about you bring your man to Texas and I'll bring my man to Texas. And then we'll have the NXT universe decide who's the hotter couple. Um, so I guess this is probably going to be part of Stand and Deliver, where Index versus Duja, like, make out or, like, the, the guys are shirtless and the girls... Is it a... What... What is this? It's going to be terrible, Kate. Whatever it is, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's pretty obvious that serial killers are extremely attractive. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. I don't understand. It's terrible. Uh, I really like Persian and Indy together, but we can't have nice things in the women's tag team division, so yeah. why would that be the case? Even people that win tag team tournaments don't want to function as a tag team, right. so why would they? Um, but... I also just don't understand how like it's, couple it's, hotness is something that gets settled in a wrestling ring. It's and not a, are, it's it's not a match. It's like a like it's gonna be like a like applaud a applaud for your your the couple you think is hotter segment. Like I honestly believe they're gonna do that. Um I'm gonna cry. Yeah. Because it's gonna be I, I'm gonna be up at like nine in the morning watching that. Yeah. Um, and just um if it is a match it was then that i was like wait a minute they decided to have a match on a premium live event mm -hmm. that was they just decided to have it about who's hotter but robert stone couldn't do better than a student at yeah. chase university i don't know what is going on in this world don't know um, Mark Losper says, insulting Australians don't make me go after your bangs, Kate. I would like to see you try. Um, Please don't. Uh, 
Nikita Lyons had a match, Kate. She, she wore She's very she, good. She wore the same ensemble uh, with with the cutouts in her in, around her boobies and belly button and her hips, except for this time it was in black. Uh, I like the olive drab better. I think. Um, yeah. I mean, she's she's good. Like, I want to see her have a match with somebody who who's also good, because it's hard for me to tell how good she is if she's just she's had one match so far on TV that I've seen. And she she beat a girl that she was much better than, and then she did that again tonight, and now she's gonna have a match with Lash Legend, who she's much better than because Lash Legend showed up on the on the Titan Tron after she did her well, I'm gonna split and put my butt in your face to pin you uh move. That's her finisher now. Um so she's gonna we're gonna have to suffer through that match with Lash Legend. Can we just put her in a match with somebody who's decent? So I can see if she's actually good or not. Like, I don't know. Like, it's it's a. I, I know that's probably months down the line. She's gonna squash people, but I, I don't like it. The her the the sexiness thing, the horny quotient does nothing for me. I I I I I, I mean, I'm I'm a happily married man in his forties. Whatever. Like oh, like can you can you wrestle? Are do you, are you charismatic on the microphone? Those are the things I care about. Your hotness does does nothing. Can she keep that same energy? Right. You know, I have there a lot go. of questions about Nikita yeah. Lyons. My problem with the gear is not the gear itself. It's that it feels completely inauthentic to this extremely multifaceted character that yeah. they played. Like, they said she is a singer and a bouncer and a nunchuck-wielding, like, judo gal. And none of those things require having, like, booby cutouts. So if Mandy Rose wants to do that, that's fine. The gear is distracting and inauthentic to the character, and it also seems like she's distracted by it multiple times in this match. I was like, she thinks she's going to fall out of it. Mm-hmm. I can tell. Ladies have had that moment, all right? Yeah. There's always been a moment where we're pushing things a little too far. I was just like in college at some dumb frat house, probably worried about myself. She's in a wrestling ring worried she's going to fall out of it. And she's got, she's got it here. She's got it. And her butt too, and she seems like I don't know. It doesn't feel like she wants to be wearing that, which is something that I I don't feel comfortable with for yeah. her. Yeah, like that seems wrong that they would be forcing that. And that's not to say you can't have like sexy wardrobe. Like that's Mandy Rose's whole thing, right? It just doesn't feel like it's connected to what Nikita Lyons is trying to do. But she's beautiful, and she seems like she kicks ass. So, like Becky. Lynch is like one of the prettiest people in the world, and she's always had like kind of like long boy gear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she has never ever ever had sexy gear. Um, and it's worked for her because of who she is. Like, I feel like they could just go that route with Nikita Lyons. I feel like it's unfair to uh put something on her that's disconnected to who she seems to be as a wrestler. Yes. I, I also agree. And I, I also think that she has a lot of really, she seems smooth. She knows what she's doing. Like I'm, I'm into it. Like show me what you can actually do as opposed to riding this wave of, Oh, Twitter got horny when she had her last match. So like big, she wanted like Vic Joe says, send out your tweets. Like, yeah. Like, and she's not like, you know, she's not winking into the camera after the match either. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel like that's something that right. 
she's created. It feels like something that she's created that's been created around her, which I don't feel like is yeah. fair to her. But anybody that trains judo, I tend to really like, I've realized right. yeah. <laughs> like in the ring because it's all very impactful and also very, very smooth in the ring. So I really like that about her, but yeah. um, I just hope she's happy with what they're doing with her. Cause it doesn't, it doesn't read that way to me as a woman watching at home. Yeah. I, I hope that, let's say by early to midsummer, she's having actual matches and not squashes anymore. Like I, I, if she's, if she's as, if she's like, if you want to ride the wave of her being like a main attraction on social media, then don't do this with her, put her in an actual program that she can win and then use that moving her up the, up the card toward the, the women's title. Like do that. If you actually want to ride this wave, I don't know. Um, so John Larkin says Twitter will indeed be horny yet again about this. And then he says, thought the main event was great though. Pretty decent episode overall. Yeah. We got, uh, we got, uh, a kid versus Roddy versus Grimes. Uh, and, um, uh, Luis Polito, our wonderful mod. Who the, says, mod God, the 22 year old whiz kid. I don't know. Um, uh, a Roddy strong match on my B day. God bless. Um, we also got a little backstage thing from from Malcolm Bivens, who's great, who cut a really cool promo about this whole deal. More gold than Mr. T. <laughs> and and then and then um, as they walk off, the, the creeds are like, "Hey, go go for it, guys. We'll just be sitting back here." And then uh, Brutus Creed gets a text message. Hey, this is uh, seven eight one area code. You know anybody? Says uh, good luck with your match. We'll be watching. <gasps> Oh my god, that's the dudes that jumped us. Um, and then like, oh, I'm gonna beat them up. Like they're in your phone, man. Like, I don't know what you're gonna do now. Like, is you do you gonna trace the call? Uh, it was a weird deal, but 781. There's some 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 confusion on Twitter. They say it was 718. I heard 781, whatever. 781 is the Boston suburbs, 718 is New York City. Who knows? But they're not from Florida, so it's going to be hard for you to find them. Uh, yeah, no. If I get something that's an unrecognized number, it's just like, a, do you want to extend your auto warranty bullshit? So good for them, yeah. I guess. But like, I don't know. You work with all these people. <laughs> I feel like maybe you should be able to trace the number down. Yeah, I think Malcolm Bivens could figure it out for you. He's right there. It's kind right of a part of his job. He's right there. Um, that part of it was weird. I liked the Mr. T gold line, and I like that Ivy Nile is always on the brink of laughing every time yeah. Malcolm Bivens talks. It's very Me fun. Too. But uh, I also appreciated that this did. They have done a good job of making Diamond Mine feel important for the most part, where sometimes it feels like they've been stuck in the mud, but we saw Ivy Nile have a big win, and even though this should not be a triple threat, like at least the Creep Brothers are getting a title shot. So. And and Roddy had a contender match, right? So it's like they're at yeah. least doing stuff and they're getting consistent screen time. But yeah, that was cringy at the end there. Mark Losper says apparently the Creed Brothers are now <laughs> Zoolander <laughs> and Hansel. The they're in the computer. <laughs> um <laughs> excellent reference. Yeah. Um, so you can't turn that. I live this, in Jersey, that's true. This this triple threat, it it went kind of the way. I guess I figured it would, but it still doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sorry. 
I, I knew Roddy was going to get pinned. I knew. Um, I, I thought the finishing, um, well, I won't say that all the finishing thing was, but a kid kipping up into a high knee looked really brutal and cool. Um, and then uh, the the end of heartache, uh, that flippy, yes. awesome backbreaker thing that Roddy does was really cool. But then he had to wait way too long to get to get the cave in from from Grimes. Like it made him look kind of dumb to like stand there and wait for it. But Gr Grimes hit the cave in. This was a really good triple threat match. They're like it was, it really was. Both all three guys got to be look really great. Uh, take take uh, hard bumps, kick each other really hard. Great. But Grimes gets the win, and they did a little a little thing before uh, during the show of Cameron Grimes talking about how I need to win this for my dad. Which is also the same character trait they've given Dante Chen, but like at least Cameron Grimes has four character traits. Dante Chen only has one, and and that's I mean like I'm I'm assuming the Cameron Grimes thing is also a shoot, but it's a shoot for for Dante Chen as well. And I feel like you can only have one guy who's doing it for his dad in the promotion at a time. Otherwise, it's kind of weird. Um, but I thought they were going to have Grimes lose. And then have that kind of make him snap and do the, well, if I can't beat him, I got to do something else where I cheat to do it or whatever. And have him have a fall from grace where he doesn't like that he has to be a heel now, but he has to win matches, damn it. Um, because it didn't make sense to me that you would bring in a kid, put him over Kushida, have him lose to Grayson Waller, then put him in a second chance match and have him lose that again. like. If you're gonna bring him in from from the UK, like bring him in with some fanfare, which I thought beating Kushida was, but then everything else after that feels like, oh no, we actually don't don't like him and don't want to push him, which feels like a dumb thing to bring him from the UK if you're gonna do that. But I love Cameron Grimes, so I'm kind of of two minds here. Cameron Grimes being in the in the ladder match would be fine, but I kind of thought when they brought an A kid, they were like. Oh no! This is the next and North American champion. I thought they were going to do it, and it's like all of a sudden, boom! Here he is. He's going to pick up some wins, and there, there he goes. He's off to the races. But so, because wins and losses don't matter, I think our indicator of who they're trying to get over is screen time. And I feel yeah. like a kid's gotten a lot of that since he's That's come true. over. The thing that I will say. So as far as the match goes, I thought this match was great. There was a yeah. lot of co I don't want to say tandem offense because nobody was working together because it's a triple threat, but cooperative offense where people were working together but against yeah. each other. That looked fantastic. The pacing of it was incredible. There was a lot I really, really liked in this match. It used to be, I don't know if it is anymore because I don't know what the WWE is doing, but it used to feel like WrestleMania was your season finale, and then no, the Raw no. after Mania was like your anymore. season opener. Doesn't feel that way anymore, but like if it is a reset button of of sorts or something that at least cleans the slate, I think we might see a could kid get pushed a lot. And you know, maybe what happens is they're listening to the show and Linda has opened their eyes to the fact that like it's dangerous to put a kid in a triple threat in the main event of a show. I mean, she has a point. It was bad enough when you put him in there with one man who's going to beat him up. Now you got two. That's double child abuse right there. And I just really think his parents should be called into question. 
The double child abuse is the tandem finisher in Yeah. Um, Mark Losper says, I have no faith in this company, but Grimes winning is the only result they could possibly do that isn't stupid AF. Um, Cameron Grimes is, he will make you laugh hard mm-hmm. or he will make you cry. That guy is going for your jugular. I yeah. forget when that yeah. guy gives a promo. My yeah. God. He's like, you are going to feel something when I'm on screen, whether you want to or not. Damn, man. Yeah. Uh, all of the people who were already in the match uh, were at ringside. There were some promos that they cut or interactions they had during the night um, that were nothing special. I'm going to win. No, don't you understand? I'm going to win. Um, and then they were all there and they all cut promos on on uh, Mello, who was there as well. Uh, and then they all had a brawl. Um, but then Legato came out to help out Santos. And Sanga was there, and he there's like 12 guys fighting in the ring at the end of the night. Uh, whatever, it's fun. That's very go homey, though. I'll take it. That's yeah. fine. All right, let's pick this damn card, Kate. We got 24 and a half minutes left to pick the card and do all the, the humper and super ah. chat. Here we go. Get in your super chats, get in your humper chats as yeah. we're coming down the home stretch. Toxic attraction versus Raquel and Dakota. Toxic attraction. Yeah. Especially I, if, if Mandy's going to lose, they Mandy, have to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if they'll free bird it. If top, if, if, if Mandy were to lose, if they just become that faction that free birds, the tag titles, I think toxic wins because I think Raquel and Dakota, I think that, I think that, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel really bad for Wendy Chu. Like she got super over Everyone thought she and Dakota were a really great team. She had that awesome spot we just we didn't even talk about last week where like she was gonna get six one nine, Dakota was by by EO, but then like um Wendy Chu with perfect timing put a pillow up so that so that EO kicked the pillow instead of kicking Dakota Kai's face. Like Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai were great as a team. There doesn't seem to be a reason to do this. Like to bend oh, all logic to put Raquel and Dakota back together. Why not just do this? Hey, because Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai gave up the tag title shot, the runners up in the tournament now get that shot. And you can have Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu, who are over as a tag team, get their tag title shot, especially if whoever faces uh, GG JJ is going to lose. Uh, my only thinking is that maybe we're setting up Raquel and Wendy too against each other. Like maybe Raquel is the one that kidnapped her and then oh, they're going to fight. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also picking toxic attraction. Uh, so uh, <laughs> index versus Duja in a, who is a hotter couple off. I mean, the baby faces are going to get the bigger crowd reaction, so that's why I, you you would pick that, right? Like, I guess, that's... yeah. I'm just wondering if this is a match or not, but I also it don't even f- know. They, they did not say it was a match. At no point did they say it was a match. Why they said is it's like the serial killer the face? Like, I have so many questions about <laughs> this. But I don't want to die, so I'll go with index. And also, I got to make an index card joke earlier, so I'm going with you them. Did. You did. Um, Champa versus Tony D. Uh, Tony D. Tony D. Um, it should be a really fun uh, match. Uh, I think it'll be great. Um, uh, Walter versus LA Knight. Ooh. 
Walter. Yeah, Walter's not losing. It might. It no. might be like a. It might be a, some weird, crazy finish. But I. I don't think there's no way Walter gets pinned. No, um, I'm thinking post mania. There's going to be call ups, and I think LA yeah. Knight is at the top of that list. Yeah. Um, Imperium versus the Creeds versus MSK. I'm gonna say MSK, even though I don't want it to be. Uh, this is this is the thing. I want I want the people. I want if it's if it's, if it is pretty deadly, who attacked the Creeds? I want them to be smart. And here's what you do: that's smart. You make sure that the creeds win the titles and after they've won the titles then you attack them you don't attack them during the match to cost them the titles because you want to beat them for the titles but i fear they're going to cost the creeds the titles because people are stupid when they're booked by wwe and i think that in that case uh, imperium retains uh I will say that tonight gave me more hope that the creeds will go over. I, I the fact that we to. didn't see me too. Me too. I think they no. should. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's much more for Imperium to do with them right now, which is why I'm scared they're gonna default to MSK. Yeah. Um, I want the creeds to go over tonight, not seeing pretty deadly and just getting that weird cell phone thing made mm. me think maybe they're because what did they say? They were like good luck or whatever. Good luck, we'll be watching you. Yeah, that makes me think that maybe like they will go over and then you'll see them come out after and do like some stare down. And I'm gonna change it to the Creed Brothers. Is no it too late? You. Did I lock in? I'm gonna change to the Creed Brothers because I think yeah. Now that we're talking it through, like I think the Creeds win and then Pretty Deadly shows up and they look at them hold on, like hold on, hold on, judges. No, the judges say that was your final answer. The original was your final answer. I'm sorry. I don't care. Honestly, I don't care. None of this is binding in any way. Um, Got uh, millions riding on it. Millions, <laughs> I tell you. Okay. Carmelo Hayes versus Solo Sokoa, a.k.a. Blonde Uso versus Escobar. Santos Escobar versus Kyron Grimes versus Grayson Walla in an NXT North American Championship ladder match. This is tough. It's either Cameron Grimes or Melo retains. I'm gonna go say Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Um, if not uh, now, when? <laughs> yes. Uh, I believe. Hold on a second here. Well, I'm, I missed something here. Um, there we go. Mark Losper says, with no hyperbole, if Grimes doesn't win the title. This will be one of the most egregious usages of a personal story they've done in about a week. <laughs> in about a week. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, I think if if Carmelo does not retain, then Cameron Grimes wins. Um, if Carmelo does retain, then Carmel Cameron Grimes will be the guy who beats him in a singles match uh, later down the line. I think that that might be what they do because they love to stretch out the heat. Gotta stretch out the heat. Uh. Bully Ray doesn't even need Blue Chew for the amount of heat that they Cameron Grimes in. at the top of the ladder, about to pull down the, the the belt. Trick Williams gets in the ring and pulls Cameron Grimes off the off the ladder, throws him out of the ring, and then Carmelo Hayes wins because it's a multi man ladder match, so anything goes and anybody can get involved. If that's the case, though, Sanga should be out there pe 
punching dudes in the face from the beginning. Both members of Legato should be out there. Hell, Electra Lopez should be out there just kicking dudes in the balls. If it's unless you're gonna ban everybody from ringside, just bring everybody down there to, to go nuts. And Cameron Grimes wins in spite of all those people. That's what that, I think. That'd be that'd be lovely. That'd be lovely. Um, okay. You know where uh, a ladder takes you? Where does the ladder take you? To the moon. Walked right into that one. That's um, true. It's a spaceship that takes the, you to the moon. Oh, okay. Uh, Mandy Rose versus Cora Jade versus Kaylee Ray versus Io Shirai. Um, I don't like any of these options to be honest, but I'm gonna say Cora Jade. I just don't think there's much more left for Mandy Rose to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm going Cora Jade. Yeah, me too. Um, I think though the, if Cora Jade wins, the only possible person for her to pin is Mandy Rose, and I don't know that they're going to do that because I don't think they're going to have her pin either Kaylee Ray or or EO, but they might. But I'm still going to say Cora Jade. And the main event: Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker. Ugh, this is tough because I just don't know if they're going to call Braun up. It's really bad. It's really if Braun's going up, Dolph retains it. If not, yeah. Braun wins. I'm going to say Braun goes over and, and sticks around for a little bit. Braun goes over and celebrates with his uncle and his father in the ring, uh, the new uh, new Hall of Famers. And That's they are now Scott and Rick Breakaker. The Breakaker brothers. You're welcome. There you go. So I think that's I think that's it. I think that's the whole card. All. All pre predicted. Um, what time uh, does it start? It, I, I I think the, the pre-show starts at 12.30 Eastern PM, I think. I don't oh, know. Um, so, uh, yeah, we got uh, we got some some humper chats and super chats to, to read before the before the night is out. Get him in um, now. Mark Lossmer says, if Trick Williams costs Cameron Grimes the title, I'm flying to Orlando and going to the PC to kick him in the nads. That guy blows. <laughs> they would be so happy that you flew to the PC to visit. They would be very happy. Um, about Nikita Lyons and her uh, her getting uh, her getting a big reaction on Twitter and therefore getting a push. Mark Losper says the saddest thing is that the only community sentiment WWE is willing to listen to is randos on Twitter volunteering as tribute. Um, it's so true. It's so true. Uh, Losper also says uh, that uh, Cora Jade was a was a bit out of line talking about Charlotte. Mark Losper says Charlotte catching strays is just so rude. Who even? Why did you even bring her into this, Cora? Come on. I mean. I'm kind of for it. Yeah, me too. Um, Mark Losper says, uh, in the Fatal 4-Way, in a straight choice of the four women in the standard deliver title match, the winner is clearly going to be Keith Lee. James Ellsworth. Yeah, James Ellsworth. Yeah, it true. does start at noon Eastern, by the way. The pre-show starts at noon Eastern. The pre-show starts at noon Eastern? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. That's... 
all right. I have to get my mid-morning nap in early. Um, TNA for life says, uh, where Tafa is Odyssey Jones at? He had knee surgery. Yeah, they, they wrote they wrote him off on TV of being attacked by Harland and, and Joe Gacy, but he had a shoot knee surgery, which sucks. Um, because he's really fun to yeah, watch. I love, I love that guy. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, I was able to actually watch the level up match with uh, Quincy Elliott, uh, who wears really uh, baggy genie pants and a red turtleneck. And uh, sadly for him, uh, no sports bra. Uh, he is a very, very large individual and could use. Listen, sometimes uh, I I know everything. Now, Quincy, Mr. Quincy Elliott. I know all there is to know about, about the support and the lack thereof in the wrong times. And sometimes the, the girls just go any which way they want to go. And I understand what it might be like. Might I suggest to you a nice uh, form-fitting sports bra of some kind the next time you, you wrestle a match because I, I I have to be honest, it was a little distracting. It was a little distracting. No. You are just, as soon as those glasses come on, I don't even have a chance to respond tonight. I did also watch that, and I did appreciate that, Quincy. No, 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 no. Don't sweet talk to me now, Linda. <laughs> <sighs> I also appreciated Quincy Jones saying that um, Nikita Lyons borrowed his original gear and that's why he was wearing what he was wearing, that she never gave it back. He said that on Twitter, which I found very funny. That's funny. That's funny. But he can um, move, man. Yeah, he can. He's got, he's, yeah, he's way more agile than a dude his size should be. Yeah, I was very surprised. Pleasant. Yeah, I, I, I took to calling him Turtleneck Viscera. He moves way better than Big Daddy V <laughs> ever did. Viscera. Uh, I mean, he's the same size as Emily with a much more somehow less flattering ring attire than, than Viscera, who wrestled in a trash bag. Correct. Like wrestled in a giant pleather trash bag. Um, yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Nelson Fraser. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, he's a big, he's a big boy. Um, but anyway, um, Mark Quill says, since this is the Grow Home show, we should all just brawl to end the night. Just, just start punching each other in the face like this. Like have that seen, Ronda have moving you seen, graphic? Yes, have you seen that really unfortunate Ronda Rousey moving graphic? Looks like me doing Wii Boxing back in 2006. <laughs> um, so, here we go. Um, oh, uh, SRS uh, in the ring with Murderer Grandpa, also requ requested by you, also by Mark Losper, who says, with Minoru Suzuki and Effie, might be the greatest sentence ever uttered. <laughs> it's pretty great. Pretty great. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, we got, uh, so here we go. Uh, NWA Bad Blood says, um, even <laughs> though I'm working, wink, 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 I gotta stop by and give a shout out to the best bangs in the biz. Keep up the good word, guys. Thank you, NWA Bad Blood. Thank you. Um, Mark Quill, who says, uh, and this is very touching. Councilman was... Mark Quill from the Council of Marks. <laughs> Councilman Mark Quill. Um, I was never someone who had a lot of friends in school slash university. It's why I value friendships like the SGS and those on Twitter. It's why I appreciate everyone. 
Cheers, Alex, Kate, and the SGS. Much love, all. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Internet friends are friends. And if you went to Chase University, I would understand why I did not have any friendships there. Because it just seems like a pretty toxic learning environment, to be honest. Um, uh, Jake Salazar, uh, we're, we're trying to get together a, a community on the Twitter called the SGS. Uh, it is right now invite only. If you'd like to be a part of it, you can apply. Respectfully apply. Respectfully. Uh, hashtag SGS will tweet either me or, uh, or, or Kate and we'll see, we'll see how great gigantic this community can get. Um, but, but Jake says, so just a question. I tweeted it all both SGS and hope before I, hopefully I get in. Are there rules on controlling our sourative? Anyway, love y'all guys. Yes, there are rules. I love that you aren't even in the group and you already assume that it's a, the rules are a parody of control your narrative. Yep. Spoiler, they are. Yep. Um, I will say if you are looking to get in, my mentions have been um, busy and because yeah. of my quality filters, I don't always see everything. So please respectfully slide into the DMs. You guys have been very nice about that. Also, the secret passcode is Kate's Bangs rule. So. Yep. Just yeah, you're not getting sucking up will get you everywhere. Yeah, that's all. Not, yeah, yeah. So if you know what Twitter communities are, you can also search for Sour Graps Society on the communities and in and apply to be let in. Uh, yeah, and we'll we'll uh, guys, we'll look like, at that we'll, and and and, okay. and allow you to. We'll we'll, we'll allow you in. Uh, but look at, look at the dimension. There's look so much the texture. There's literally there's literally three dimensions. When. Beyonce was like, I'm feeling myself. It was about my bangs. Yeah. Tyrone Kidd uh, says, just finished watching 2.0. Kate, please explain to me why you're doing all these things to Diamond Mine. Such a sour heel. I don't know. What are you doing? What are you doing to Diamond Mine? I'm doing something to Diamond Mine? I don't know. I don't know. I like Diamond Mine. <laughs> we all love Diamond Mine here. Diamond all right. Great. Here we go. It's the jukebox. Well, one thing first, it's it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, well, I don't know. It's a advice on how to do a jukebox from Mark Losper. Uh, says that Korg from Thor Ragnarok, I love Korg, uh, is a great place to start with the Kiwi accent. Talking about this is better than this index dubla segment. Um, yeah, it's not great. Uh, it's not great. <laughs> but no, I love Korg. Uh, uh, he's like, uh, I myself am made of rocks. So. That I've got that going for me. I I, I do love Taika Waititi as well. Um, Ricardo Elilo says, "Is anyone as hyped as I am for Stand and Deliver? I think Champa versus Tony D is gonna bang. I think Ziggles versus Steiner is gonna bang. That's enough for me. Can't wait for y'all's opinion. Um, uh, yeah, I. I'm I more think... excited for Stand and Deliver than WrestleMania, which is oh sad. by far." Yeah. Yeah. No, Not I, even think, close. I, the, I think the ladder match is going to be great. I think uh, I think Walter is going to like turn LA Knight's chest into hamburger. Um, I think the triple threat tag match is, has a really has a chance to be really really special. Um, depending on on how they book the women's fatal four way, that could be fun. Like there's there's a lot of good stuff that that could appear on on Sand and Deliver much more so than I think will appear on either night of WrestleMania. Mark Lothbur says, um, this is a great show. Alex, Kate, and the best bangs in the game, Kenny Omega. Banned. Yeah, You're banned. kicked out. Banned. Kicked out of SGS. Banned. 
Um, so normally here we, go. we give warnings. You talk about my bangs, you're out. Bang. Here's here's uh here's the here's the here's the uh oh oh the 718 code because you you are you're, are you from the 718 kate are you were you are you are you in the 718 fabe it bro okay fabe don't tell <laughs> fabe it bro is really good <laughs> um here we go um we got uh we got um um all right, hold on one second. Uh, well, hold on. Hold on. I'm I'm actually because I didn't get a William Regal rap. I'm I'm, request, I'm requesting my own one. Is Zach Barber okay? I don't know. Zach, blink twice if you're okay. Sean, this does not count against our time. This is research. Yeah, no, we're good. Thank you. Um, here we go. Tom Lavalley says requesting an impression, uh, an ad for. Duja as Walter. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I don't feel very fresh, you know, down there. So I have to get fresh. And the way I get fresh is I as I use the Duja. Yeah, it leaves me feeling summer fresh down there. That get to the Duja! <laughs> get to the Duja! Yeah. Uh, Graham B requests that Tony D'Angelo should sing "Happy Birthday" to Luis. Um, <clears throat> Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Luis! The mod God! Happy birthday to you! And many more. Tony D's country corner. Requested by J.W. Pringle. Here's a quarter by Travis Tritt. <laughs> you say you were wrong to ever leave me alone. And now you're sorry, you're lonesome and scared. And you say you'd be happy if you could just come back home. Well, here's a quarter. Call someone who cares. Call someone who listen and might give a damn. Maybe one of your sordid affairs, but don't you come around here handing me none of your lies. Here's a quarter. Call someone who cares. Hey, Gabagool. And in honor of the most crazy thing that happened since the last time we were here with you guys, <clears throat> it's Will Smith doing the Wild Wild West, but <laughs> William Regal instead. Uh, <laughs> wild Wild West, yeah. Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada. None of this. Six gun in this, brother run in this. Buffalo Soldier look like it, I told you. Any damsel that's in distress, uh, 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 be out of that dress when she meets Jim West. Roughneck, so go check the law and abide. Watch your step or flex and get a hole in your side. Swallow your pride, don't let your lip react. You don't want to see my hand where my hip be at. With Artemis for the start of this, running the game. Uh, the game, the James West, Tame in the West, so remember the name. Now, who are you going to call? Not the GBs. Now, who are you going to call? J-Dub and A-G. If you ever riff with either one of us, break out before you get burn rushed at the... Here come the wild, wild West. They don't let you remember. Those men in black. 
I lost. I I, I lost the course. So I, <laughs> I was like, did you switch? I didn't. I didn't. Well, nobody slap. Will Smith has. I'm no offense to Will Smith. Yeah. Nothing on William Regal slap. Chris Pereira says, uh, I kind of want Braun Steiner to come out and deliver wearing his dad's headgear. SGS is too sweet. Follow Kate at Miss Kate Fabe. Follow me at Alex Sour Grabs. We'll be back here on Friday night doing the SmackDown and and Rampage post show. Then Kate's got a post ROH show after that because she's crazy. Then we're going to do a post show of Stand and Deliver on Saturday. Then we're going to do on Fightful Select, we're going to do a post show of Mania Night 1. Then on Mania Night 2, we're going to do a post show of that too. So please come hang out with us way too many times on this weekend. Uh, Also, uh, keep cool, gobble ghoul. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.